I'm Ken Boone. Welcome to my podcast, Much More to Say. This show is sponsored by the Descant Music and Media Group, creators and producers of podcasts covering a wide range of subjects. Our shows are hosted on Spreaker and available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Now, on with the show. I bought a quart of paint from Lowe's the other day. It was Valspar Signature Radiant Red in an eggshell finish. I had to patch a lot of nail holes, which in my case means that I had to make a lot of decisions. And I made a lot of decisions only to change my mind a lot of times, 32 times to be exact. Last week on Thanksgiving Day, to be exact, I painted over those patches. Now, that may seem like a no biggie to you, but for me, it's huge. There were times when it took me over a year to complete a simple patch and paint project, the simplest. On Black Friday, which was the next day, I didn't make a mad dash for the nearest store and fight the crowds for a good deal on some gadget that I may or may not need. But I did dip into the pharmacy department of my local Walmart to pick up some refills. And I didn't do any more shopping, in and out. Now, I was planning on attending a church service that next Sunday or this past Sunday, but a heavy downpour of rain made me change my mind. The service was at Assurance United Methodist Church right here in Huntersville, which happens to be my absolute favorite church. It's the one church that I can peacefully sit in the congregation and not have to worry or trouble myself with the urge to get up there on stage for one reason or another, to fix this, to whatever. I just could sit there and enjoy myself. And to cap off my very exciting weekend... Celia went online and found me a fantastic Medicare plan, complete with plans, parts, I should say, parts, C and D, at no extra cost. (laughs) I'm relieved to cross that item off my list, although I really was flattered to get all those solicitations by mail, phone call, and even a knock on the door from an insurance salesman who actually looked like he was running for city council. But that election was the beginning of the month, so it wasn't him. It was actually a guy who's trying to sell me insurance. But I like being wooed, so I can't complain. I now get a huge sense of accomplishment just by completing routine tasks. It means that I didn't run things through a checklist of self-doubt, perfectionism, or even procrastination. I did what I had to do. And if my first attempt was not successful, 
I would just try again. And more often than not, I did get it right the first time. That exercise is called getting unstuck or getting out of your head. Now, what does it mean to be in your head? Here's a little definition. To be in your head usually means overthinking or overanalyzing a situation or behavior, constantly dwelling on the same thing over and over until your mind feels super cluttered. Sometimes we all get stuck in our heads, but some of us do so more than others. Although it's lovely to ponder life and inquire about yourself, the problem is that the majority of our thoughts are not so upbeat. Now, don't worry if I'm describing you. I've done my research, and I'm here to bring you some possible solutions. I ran across an article by Patricia Hartnick, PhD, and it was in Psychology Today, and it was titled, Seven Ways to Get Yourself Unstuck, which hit the mark for me. Now, with your permission, I'd like to read a brief excerpt from that article. Here goes. It's easy to get in a rut. Maybe you have goals, but for some reason, you are not reaching them. Maybe self-judgment is causing you to lower your expectations or low self-worth is preventing you from making positive changes. You can also get stuck in worry, afraid to make a decision or change something in your life. Or maybe you're disappointed with how a particular situation turned out and it just feels too hard to move on. When we get stuck, we often wait for external change to happen. But change doesn't happen to us. It comes from within us. Change is scary and painful, but it's also necessary for getting unstuck. And when that happens, many opportunities open up. She then goes on to list seven strategies for when you feel stuck. Coincidentally, I found variations of Dr. Hartnick's list through other sources, and I've mentioned them in previous episodes. And I've been putting them into practice for most of this year. Strategy number one, let go of the past. Listen to the stories in your head. Are you thinking about events that happened in the past? Are you unable to forgive yourself for the mistakes you made? Are you blaming yourself or others for things that did not turn out the way you hoped? Ask yourself why you're stuck on those memories and what you can do to live with them, accept them, and move forward. You can't undo the past, but you can choose to find peace. Forgiving yourself or others is a way to let go and move on. Strategy number two, change your perspective. To gain a new perspective, spend time alone and listen to your inner voice. Take a break from your daily routine 
to clear your mind and get distance from your current situation. Open yourself up to new people and ideas and introduce regular physical activity into your routine. All these changes will help you gain a new perspective on the future and what is possible. Strategy number three, start with small changes. Change stimulates different parts of the brain that improve creativity and clarity of mind. You can start small by changing your daily routines, move things around in your house, or even making new friends. Every choice matters. You might be tempted to skip the little things because they don't seem important in the moment. But after a while, the accumulation of small changes will help you accomplish your goals and you'll start feeling unstuck. Strategy number four, and this is a pretty long one. Explore your purpose. Your life purpose is not just your job, your responsibilities, or your goals. It's what makes you feel alive. These are the things you are passionate about and will fight for. Now, these are some examples. Helping people overcome the sadness of being ill. Helping others reach their full potential. Growing as a human being even protecting animals who suffer. You may need to change your life purpose if it no longer inspires you. Or, if you feel like you haven't had a purpose, this is a great time to define it. Ask yourself the following questions as you consider your life purpose. What makes you happy? What are your favorite things that you've done in the past? What are the favorite things you do now? When do you enjoy yourself so much or become so committed to something that you lose track of time? Who inspires you the most and why? What makes you feel good about yourself? What are you good at? Strategy number five, believe in yourself. Trust that you can reach your expectations and get out of your own comfort zone. You can make a list of strengths and positive traits and remember that you are very capable. Many people sabotage their own progress, consciously or unconsciously, as a result of deep-seated fears and limiting beliefs. The first step to believing in yourself is to recognize your self-doubt. Pay attention to the ways you react to situations. Then you can work to reframe your self-doubt. Limitations like I can't or I don't know can be replaced with I can't do that yet, but I'm working on it. Or I don't know how now, but I will. Another way to instill confidence in your abilities is to write down your past successes and keep the notes on hand 
when you need proof that you can do things that are challenging or new. Hey guys, remind me to tell you about this concept I learned a while ago called mental deposits and withdrawals. Very interesting, and I'll, I'll do that soon. So remind me. Strategy number six is practice being hopeful. Maybe you've had a lot of disappointments that led to this moment in your life when you feel helpless. Maybe you're experiencing a naturally protective feeling of pessimism. This is something you'll have to work on to make a change. Find a practice such as meditation, prayer, or reading inspirational books and do it regularly. As I've told you in past episodes, I have all kinds of inspirational quotes and um, list of uh, can-dos and rules of life all over my space here, and I look at them all the time. Hope is not a permanent state. You need to work at it every day. All right, finally, strategy number seven. If all else fails, consider talking to a professional. And finally, strategy number seven, consider talking to a professional. If you feel that you're unable to change unhealthy thought patterns, consider consulting a mental health provider to help you figure out why you're stuck and to find ways to get unstuck. Sometimes asking for help can be the most hopeful and powerful step you can take. As you all know by now, I've been stuck in my head for a large portion of my life. And it took a lot of brutally honest soul searching for me to reach the place that I'm at today. Following the strategies outlined here by Dr. Hartnick, as well as the other wise folk I've run across along the way, things are really looking good for my present and my future. Doing the research for this show, writing the scripts, and recording these episodes allows me to talk out my issues into a microphone, then beam my thoughts out there for the world to hear. And I hope they're of benefit to you as well. Now, this episode marks the 23rd consecutive weekly episode of this show, stretching across two seasons. I've been publishing this show since the fall of 2020, and I can tell you that this is the most fulfilling venture of my life. To some of you, patching and repainting some walls, avoiding the Black Friday crowds, picking up refills, and signing up for Medicare benefits may seem like routine, mundane tasks. Performing those tasks without undue procrastination is a major feat for me. Even me canceling attending a church service and without a tinge of guilt, using a lame excuse of rain, rain, (laughs) and doing that without guilt 
I mean, it feels pretty good. I mean, that means I can exercise my right to make up, then change my mind and not worry about a fate of hellfire and brimstone. I'll simply try to make it next Sunday or the Sunday after next. The choice is mine to make. Now I'm going to record four more episodes for the season and this year. I'll probably take the last week in December off to reflect and recharge. Also, I need to come up with a list of New Year's resolutions for 2023. This season's ride is almost over, and I'm glad you hung in there with me, and I can't thank you enough. Love to all. Take care. Our quote for today is from the famous unknown sage. The first step towards getting somewhere is to decide that you're not going to stay where you are. Until next time, this is Ken Boone. Thanks for listening. We invite you to visit our website, muchmoretosay.weebly.com. That's much more the number two, say.weebly.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Our podcasts are hosted on Spreaker. We can also be found on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and most podcast directories. So like, comment, share, and join the conversation. This has been a production of the Descant Music and Media Group. <laughs>